friends. I'm back. I'm not drinking newsflash, so I'll sound a little more together, I hope. So I'm on Thanksgiving break. We get a full week off and I've been doing chores around the house and I can't do a full day of chores because I get too distracted. So it's put this away, see this, start putting that away, move on to this, move on to that, move on to this. So that's what I've been doing. I'm right now standing in the laundry room. The one room I've been avoiding is the office because there's so much crap in there. Stuff from my old job, stuff that I don't feel like putting away now, paperwork, pet food. It's just a mess. It doesn't look like an office. It looks like a hot mess, but I've got to get it together because my dad's coming to visit soon and also for us because we're tired of seeing a hot mess. So I was working through that stuff and I was looking through two bins of classroom decor and all of a sudden I got this idea of I'm not going back to the classroom. So I don't need classroom decor. The hell do I need this for? So I tried to go into Marketplace to post an ad and Marketplace just wouldn't let me post the ad. It's still spinning as we speak. I finally managed to post it on Facebook. I don't even want money for it. I just want someone to get it out of here so I can stop looking at it. And then as I was cleaning up, I found, and mind you, I didn't finish. I had to leave, but I'll get to that. I found a folder and I opened a folder and it was all these um, handmade cards from kids about how much they would miss us and everything once we left our job. And I think when we left, I happened to look through those cards, but it was too painful. So I really didn't read all of them. And then I came across a huge card from adults. And I don't recall reading this card, but PTSD does that to you. So I'm reading through this card, um, all the bullshit about how much they'll miss us and good luck and take care. And of course the smallest greeting or well-wishing was by that woman who was my closest friend for so many years. It was just like good luck. So it was just bullshit. And I mean, all of them, all of them, everybody who was super hurtful to me and super hurtful to us because if something hurts me, it hurts my wife. Just like bullshit well wishes. There might have been out of the whole card, maybe five, maybe five who actually meant what they said or at the very least were wise enough to convince me that they meant what they said. So I wanted to just take the whole batch of it and throw it out, but I couldn't, I couldn't. And then my chest started tightening, not a panic attack, just like exhausted. So I just put it down and walked out of the office. And I think one of the reasons the office is such a block for me is because it's painful. It's painful to go in there. Um, it reminds me of too much. <sighs> the top well-wishing was from the principal, somebody who I had counted as a colleague and a friend for years. And when I say years, it feels like a long time. But then I realized I wasn't even in that place for five years. It just seems like the time that I spent there was so meaningful. It felt longer than it was. In the time, it felt like forever. And I thought I was going to be there forever. And now I'm not there. And um, I spend time daily trying to let go. And I keep thinking I've let go. And I stopped trying to post like sus things on Facebook and I try not to go to Twitter to let it all out and I even 
avoid podcasting because I don't really want you to see this side of me, but it's hurtful. It's hurtful. I almost took the card over to the laundry room so that I could read some of them to you, but then I decided that it has to stay in the office. Like it cannot enter the rest of the household. This has to be a place of peace for me. The fact that I had to flee to the fur furthest part of the house, which is the laundry room is ridiculous, but I just felt like I couldn't deal anymore. It was just too much. So on thinking about the principle, I realized that I had, I still dream about that place. And recently I had a nightmare that I was at her house. I don't know for what reason. We went to her house a lot because she um, entertained a lot. I was at her house and I think I was lying down and she kept coming toward me with her big gnarly man hands and all that blonde hair was like trying to smother me. And now that sounds funny, especially the way I describe it, but just think of the horror in your sleep that you feel like you can't breathe because somebody or some entity is trying to smother you. And that's how I felt about that place. And that's how I feel now. I'm to the place now that we can drive by and I not feel like I'm coming out of my skin, but clearly all the healing that I thought I've done, I haven't because here we are in November. I've been out of there since uh, my, since early December, officially since January, and I should be able to go through papers and pictures and whatnot and just throw stuff out. But I find myself stuck on a baggie of pencil toppers because it's just too much. It's too much and it's embarrassing and I don't know what to do with it. And... As far as speaking to somebody, it's a very lonely place because you have to have lived it to understand it. And that's not even realistic because nobody's experience is the same as yours. Like you can experience the same thing with somebody and completely react to it differently. So I can talk to this, talk about this with people, but nobody will really get it because it happened to me. Um, I can say that it still hurts. And out of all the relationships in my life, all of them, even the super, super terrible childhood ones that I had, this experience at that place was the worst experience I've had in my life. And I hope it is. I hope it stays that way because I could not survive anything worse than what happened to me in that place. I could not. I could not. I came from New York secure in my profession and a strong teacher and loving what I did and knowing my shit. And I left there broken broken and raspy voice. That's how I feel, broken. And I keep trying to put myself back together and I'm doing the work or what I believe the work is. But lots of times I'm just avoiding things. Um, if I could just go into that office and just throw out everything that reminded me of that place. I mean, I've been doing good. When I come across things, I get rid of them, especially gifts. Gifts from people that work there. I don't want any of that shit in this house. Gifts, greeting cards, all the shits. I don't know what stopped me from taking that card over to the trash and just throwing it out or better yet, taking it outside to the garbage. Maybe because the well-wishing was for myself and my wife. So it's kind of unfair that I make that decision for her. I mean, I don't think she goes there in the middle of the evening and reads to the card. She barely enters the office. But it's just... Uh, F-bomb alert. It's just fucked up. 
it's fucked up. Because what was shattered in that place cannot be rebuilt. I don't even know what I would be rebuilding. I really don't. I still cringe when I see people with blonde hair or redheads. I cringe. Red hair, I feel like I'm coming out of my skin. I'm happy that the celebrations that we had here were to a minimum because I need to be happy where I'm living. And if they would have spent too much time here, I wouldn't be able to survive it. I think the only reason um, the redheads, my old friends, their presence here doesn't bother me. They spent so much time here. I'm pretty sure I blocked out most of it because there was a time when they were living here. Um, I think the big spew talks about how they were living here when they were in need, but how easily they forgot that part of their life. Um, So I think them being here, being in the pool and cleaning and hanging out with us and playing games and eating with us, I think that is... um, I think my mind has managed to push that far, far, far away. So I don't dwell on that. But other things, I just, I don't know. I, I get stuck. That ADHD, para, para, I always say this wrong, paralyzed, para, paralyzed feeling. That's what I'm going with. Um, I get stuck. I get really, really, really stuck. And I enjoy the handful of people there that I'm still friends with and I can go spend time with them but sometimes I'll be talking to them and there's a little paranoid piece of me that's thinking what if they aren't really my friends what if they're just talking to me so they can run and tell it to the others um it's a very isolating lonely feeling to feel like you were the topic of conversation and for nothing because I'm sure nobody talks about me anymore because it's boring. What would they talk about? I was going to sit around and talk about how great I was or how awful I was because they could give a shit. I'm the one here hiding in my laundry room when I should be considering dinner or, or lunch or, or anything else. I'm the one here hiding because I get nightmares. And right now I'm literally shaking and there's nobody that I feel like I can tell about this because I hate to sound like I'm complaining. I'm not really complaining. I'm just, um, I don't know what I'm doing. Venting? Venting maybe, but I think venting and complaining can be the same thing depending on the people who are forced to hear it. Maybe because you're not forced to hear this. Maybe because you could have already shut this off. Maybe because you're doing other things and you're not noticing the tremor in my voice so I feel safe telling you. But it's, it's going to be a long road. It's going to be. I don't even, at this moment in time, I don't even want apologies from them because apologies would require speaking or communicating. And I want none of that. I want none of that at all from any of them. I, I can't stomach it. I got a lot of stomach, but not for that. I can't stomach it. Um, I will never understand or come to terms with whatever I did to deserve the way that I was treated there. I'm a little mad at myself for not being stronger and not fighting back. I'm a little mad at myself because I feel like I lost a lot of rights there and I didn't speak up. I'm a little mad at myself because 
I left New York and our real friends and family and dragged my wife out here to be with a bunch of fakes. I'm a little upset about that. I don't regret our house purchase because I love our house. I love our animals. I could even say I love the near the neighbors, you know, in a neighborly way. Like, you know, I hope they're fine. I'm not exactly inviting them over. But as far as letting people in, like, I'll have friends at work and we'll do things outside of work and that'll be great. But I don't feel like I can invite anybody else into this space because I have to. And I don't just mean the laundry room. I mean the whole house because I have to keep this space safe. I have to keep this space safe from negative energy because at times it was full of toxic, disgusting, awful energy and I was too stupid or too naive or too, uh, let's go naive. Naive to me sounds kinder than stupid. I was too naive to see what was right in front of me. What was right in front of me, what was going on behind me. And I'm not sorry for the good times I spent there because that made sense. And that's what I wanted to do. And at that time in my life, that's what I needed to do. I guess I have to figure out what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for leaving. Super thankful for that. I'm thankful for my current job. Um, I'm thankful for this podcast because I can let this all out. You do what you want with it or nothing at all. I just was, like I said, I was in the office trying to clean up and I got stuck with the stress and I had to just let it out. Call it a spew if you want. Stevie's here. He's wondering where I'm in the laundry room and the machines aren't running. But it was something that had to happen. So I think it's safe to say that cleaning for today is over. I'm going to need to sit down, maybe watch some reality TV to forget the reality that's mine and get myself back together. I am calmer now. I no longer feel shaky. My chest is not tight. I'm officially relaxing. I'm feeling better, and I appreciate you. That's air. That's for air freshener, for the air. No, for smell. That's Lysol. Okay. That's not for the TV. So my mother-in-law is also cleaning and wants to use all the wrong products for the wrong things, but just got to keep an eye on her because she was about to clean her bathroom floor with the finish from the dishwasher and that stuff is expensive and probably not at all good for bathroom floors I think I have to go because she's all in the underside of the sink trying to figure out what all the cleaning products are I keep giving her the stuff she should use but she insists on using other things here she is that is for what do you want to use this for yeah you can use that no, you can use it. Yes, yes, that you can use. Okay. Oh, boy. Definitely relax now because I can't be stressed. She's looking for a microfiber cough. I think that's what she's looking for. You want this? Look. This? Yeah, you could use that. Uh-huh. That's how we get along with our Spanglish. Whew. Thank you for listening. It's been 15 minutes, uh, 10 minutes of that. 
me holding back what could have been tears. And that would have been pretty embarrassing. Nobody needs that action. I appreciate you so, so, so much. And I'm going to let you go. Shout out to the guy or woman on Reddit who said that I was just using my podcast as a place for chit chat and that I should seek therapy. I am seeking therapy and this is it, friend. This is what I'm doing. Speaking to my listeners and it's free. It's kind of like if I'm on Twitter, you either mention it or you don't mention it. I just let it out. It's easier than writing things down. It's easier than a lot of things. And it's what pleases me at the moment. I'm going to go watch some trash television. In your comments, tell me what trash television you're watching. I should go watch The Crown. That's what I should watch. That will definitely make me forget all those people because they're all too dense to follow something like The Crown. Okay, that was mean. I'm moving into mean girl phase. All right, that's it. Have a great day. I hope you do something for Thanksgiving or not. It's up to you. Live your life the way you want. And if you find yourself in a negative, toxic situation that you feel like peeling your own skin off, for fuck's sake, get out of there. Get out of there. There is survival on the other side. Um, It's not an easy road. It feels shitty at times, but more times than not, it feels really, really good. All right, friends. I'm enjoy. Is enjoy the balance of your day. And I will talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks for listening.